0: Analects 2.18, Zishang was studying in order to take an official position. The master said, If you first learn as much as you can, then guard yourself against what is dubious and speak carefully about the rest. You will seldom speak in error. If you first observe as much as you can, and then guard yourself against that which is perilous and then carefully put the rest into action. You will seldom have cause for regret. To speak with few errors and to act with few regrets is the substance of taking official position. What Confucius says here can be understood in two different directions not mutually incompatible with each other. So the first one is, of course, Confucius is expecting his students to do what is right and this is a correct attitude. One should observe carefully and this is another way to explain that you should learn what's around you. Of course, much of your theoretical Understanding should have already been solidified long before you are seeking an official position. And this is where one studies uh, philosophy, history, the literary arts, etc. Everything that would make one become a capable leader within governing. And that should all already be done. So the observation that is left once you take an official position is to observe what is pertinent towards your role. So if you are governing a certain province as as its governor, you should know that area very well before you start to speak, before you start to take action. And then once you know what you should know, then you can start speaking on the matter as an expert responsible for that role. It's not necessarily geographic of course, it could be something like if you are uh, hearing cases then you ought to observe very carefully. If you are responsible for some aspects some dimension of governing such as economic activity then you should observe very carefully what the situation is currently and then one can speak, one can make recommendations, one can discourse on what ought to be done, and one should be very careful in doing so. Of course in 2.18 one should speak cautiously on what one is only sure of. So you're supposed to set aside what you're unsure of. in reality, nobody can know everything about any particular subject. There will all be always be facts put aside. And so this connects back to what Confucius said to Dilu, know what you know but also understand what you do not know. So you don't have all the facts before you even though you're in a leadership position. So you set aside what you're unsure of and you speak carefully on the rest of it. And then afterwards, you act cautiously on the rest, don't be so bold. I have a story from history, King Sejong the Great of Joseon, it took him something along the lines of 12 years to formulate a tax policy. Nowadays, people are in a rush to get out a tax policy hastily put together within one year or even a handful of months. This is not acting cautiously, this is not observing carefully, this is not putting aside what one is unsure of. afterwards acting cautiously. This is all done very hastily and so every time there's a new tax policy there are plenty of problems that fall from it. So in order to be a good leader one should observe carefully. First set aside what he does not know, speak cautiously, and in speaking cautiously one needs to also understand the effect of their words on the general people. So recently, for the past year, the Fed has been raising interest rates and speaking very harshly and it scares everybody and so the economy overall gets worse not in a way that helps combat inflation but simply in a way that hurts the people who are working and need to work and need to retire. So it's simply causing more chaos without reaching a constructive goal because these people are not speaking cautiously and they're also not acting cautiously either, despite claims to do so. Because speaking cautiously also means not always talking and acting cautiously means to make your decision at one point and not draw it out. So it might appear that raising interest rates every month and a half, just by a little bit at a time looks cautious, but it is not necessarily cautious to act a little bit at a time. In this case, it would probably be better Simply to rip the band-aid off all at once and to raise those rates four percent at a time rather than simply dragging it along, and everybody becomes very afraid of what's to come, but is not sure what exactly will happen. And so there's a lot of turmoil, there's a lot of volatility, a lot of chaos because the future is now unreliable. If the future was clear and set and no manipulation was attempted here by the leaders of economic policy, then people could reliably set a map for their own futures and things would stabilize. But by dragging this on for a year, one simply cannot figure out what to do and So there's perpetual chaos and within that chaos a lot of people will lose, a lot of people who are working, a lot of people at the quote-unquote bottom of the economic ladder of the economic pyramid, they'll lose out. So acting cautiously does not always mean doing a little bit at a time, it can mean simply liking Sejong observing for 12 years, debating for 12 years, thinking for 12 years, and then implementing all at once a change in taxation policy that is sensible, is reliable, is fundamentally sound and can last for decades and decades, perhaps centuries. That is a proper way of handling governing affairs. So, you have the DAO that gives you your fundamental direction, Ren Yi e, Li, the fundamental economic works. Uh, you allow your, your agriculture, rural sector to thrive, your business sector to do what it should do, uh, and you allow the people to produce material goods. Back then, they were called craftsmen today they would be called engineers so the productivity sector uh, the industrial product uh, the industrial sectors uh, is what they are typically referred to as today if you pursue those fundamentals uh, then what's left to you for you is how you make decisions and so we have that here in 2.18. Wherein one acts, one observes first very carefully, obtains as much knowledge as he as re- reasonably can, guard himself against what's dubious, don't rely on, over rely on things like rumors or sloppily conducted studies, etc., and then put into action. So that's the method of making good leadership actions. Now there's another direction which we can take this is also again not mutually exclusive with this idea of governing well and people in most governments throughout history it wasn't all easy work when they got into these official positions. It wasn't all of a sudden, okay, now they're a made man, now they're untouchable. That's what happens today. And I would actually suggest that this is not an improvement overall for society. It's actually a problem because if you are in these positions and after that you're essentially untouchable, that means you're going to have a lot of sloppy leadership, a lot of sloppy decisions being made. So back then, in order to be a scholar official, in order to be hold official position, there was a possibility that one could face great punishment for failing to do what is right Perhaps this meant failing to do their duties that they were commanded to do but it's more likely that this happens when one is found to be corrupt. Now nowadays you don't see much of this and certainly the worst thing that happens is people go to jail. However, again I don't believe that this is necessarily what's best overall for society It sounds good for those who obtain these positions these days, but if you think about it, mistakes and corruption destroy the common people's lives, and they destroy their lives in ways that are not direct. But when people lose their family, lose their homes, or they commit suicide, or they overdose on prescription, anxiety medications, these are all ways that people today lose their lives due to the bad decisions of those who govern. And so if somebody does a bad job, he should be severely punished. I don't believe it's reasonable for people these days who are in these positions, and they do a terrible job and the worst thing that might happen is that they get fired or they lose their position. So it's easy to look down at what has happened in history long ago in the past and say oh that's brutal, that's barbaric, these people were executed. But if you think about it from a from the big picture perspective perhaps some people who are in these leadership positions should be more severely punished today so how does this relate to 2.18? if you are cautious if you are observed well then you know what's going on and you can def- if even if what happens badly, you can explain why you made that decision at the time you did. Number two, you're setting aside what is unreliable, and so therefore you're more likely to make the correct decision, and when you are defending a decision that ends up procuring a poor result, you Don't trap yourself by saying, well, I've relied on this, but then somebody else is pointing out you shouldn't have relied on it. And then you act cautiously. You make your decisions very carefully. You don't rush into things and you make the proper decision. And of course, that is the thing that will ensure optimized results. It won't ensure always that you'll be perfect because your information is limited, but it will be your best available option at the time. And so if you do these things, this is also a way to preserve yourself, to prevent yourself from being punished, to prevent yourself from being disgraced. And even though from time to time you might make a decision that does not work out, all too well, you'll have few regrets about it, and that's what happens when you're making decisions for your own life. Many decisions you'll make will in fact be the best decision you can make, and then something happens in the future, it was unforeseeable, it was unpredictable, or somebody betrayed you. These days, bad governing policy is a kind of form of abandonment or neglect or even betrayal. So if those sorts of things happen to you that's out of your control, that's something you could not reasonably predict, then even though things don't turn out well, you won't blame yourself, you won't have regrets, you will simply know that this is fate. And so there won't be that inner conflict within you. You can simply move on without despising yourself. So this is not only of course applicable to governing an official position, but it's also when you lead your own life, when you lead your own family, you can apply this. Learn as much as you can about the situation With within reason. Then speak carefully and then act carefully. This is good advice not only for your leaders, or if you do become a leader, but also for yourself.